Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> I think, uh, obviously, you've been covering it and covering it very well. What big tech has done, the crimes they've committed have been atrocious, and uh, they've taken away free speech and led to a lot of problems in this country. Uh, it really leads to probably uh, the mainstream media not doing their job because big tech is guiding them and guiding them all the way. And we have a major suit, and we're going to see how it comes out, but a lot of people have asked me to do it. Millions of people are asking to do it. They just, they can't believe nobody's done it before. So let's see how it works out. I think it'll be very successful. Well, one of the most uh, modest statements, perhaps, that I've ever made, actually, of all the statements, they took me down for that. But uh, let's see what happens. I think it's going to be very successful. And again, it's not about me. But I'm the ultimate example because I was the sitting president of the United States, and yet they have people from Iran that are saying horrible things in other countries, and they're up and there's no problem. They were red flagging me almost every comment I made. If I made a really inane, nice, gentle comment, I've never said anything like it. If I quoted great sources, really good sources, people that are respected, periodicals, magazines, newspapers that are respected, They'd flag it. It, it. it is a terrible thing that they've done. And they did it to me, but they do it to many other people. We're in a fight. We're in a fight that we're going to win. We're in a fight that people want us to take on. So many people have said to me, please, sir, do something about big tech. Sue them, sir. Sue them. And they've been saying it to me for a long time, but there has never been a better time to do it. Polling released by Scott Rasmussen, highly respected, shows that Nearly two-thirds of Americans believe big tech companies should be required to abide by the First Amendment guarantee of free speech. And I think those numbers are low, very low. 68% of Americans believe social media companies should prioritize their fair treatment of every citizen over protecting themselves. They're, they want people protected. They want people to have their voice and an overwhelming majority believe that tech giants have become too powerful. They've crossed the line many, many times and by far too much. The American people's birthright of freedom must prevail against big tech and other forces that seek to destroy it. Through this lawsuit, we are standing up for American democracy by standing up for free speech rights of every American, Democrat, Republican, independent, whoever it may be. So President Trump has filed a lawsuit in the 11th district here in South Florida. Should be interesting. I don't expect any results anytime soon. You got to imagine the uh, three companies that he named, Google, Facebook, Twitter. These guys got a lot of money, so I'm sure they could tie things up in court for a long time. But I do like what he is going after which is the 230. You got to repeal that 230. They're playing a game and hiding behind the 230. Once you repeal that, they can't get away with what they're getting away with right now. 
the fact that he chose to go that route, I think, is pretty smart because you're not attacking the companies themselves because they'll say what they always say, which is it's our company and we run it our way by our rules. And if you don't like them, you don't have to be on the platform. This is a little different. He's attacking it from the stance that Internet's supposed to be free speech. And you as a company, if you're using the 230 protection, you have to abide by that rule. So you shouldn't be able to shut people down for saying what they want to say because it's our God-given right to say whatever we want to say, even regardless of what people like mm, Prince Harry would think. But he is going in a, a pretty good direction. Some things to think about is... If everything goes well, he should be able to get Zuckerberg, Dorsey, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the guy at Google because that will be a train wreck guaranteed. But he'll finally get them under oath where they're going to have to answer questions pertaining to things like shadow banding, why are you attacking conservatives only, explaining algorithms that for some reason only seem to attack conservative voices, why is he only going after right-wing political opponents and they're the ones being deplatformed? I mean, to really put that into perspective, let's look into the future a little bit. Let's say the 2022 race is coming up. If you have certain people that have been deplatformed or if they're being shadow banned, they're not able to get their message out to the people. So their campaign suffers because of that. So then the left political opponent will have the upper hand because it will be a barrage of ads being run consistently on all the platforms, Google, Twitter, YouTube, wherever. Now, let's go even further than that. What about 2024? Now, Trump has not made it 100% clear whether or not he's going to run for president. But if he does, if he still does not have a platform or a voice, you know the attack that's coming and he has no way to retaliate and debunk or discredit a lot of the lies they're going to say about him. All he's going to have, what? He'll have the ability to put out his statements or rallies and that's about it. Now, I know most people, if you support Trump, you're going to support him no matter what. That's not really the point. The point is, it puts all Republicans, conservatives, even independents that don't agree with what the radical left or the left is saying right now, it puts us at a disadvantage because the tech companies have that power to snub you out. And that's wrong. That needs to be repealed. I'm very excited that he is challenging this. I don't know what's going to happen in the end. This is going to be probably years in the making. But at the end of the day, this is something that needed to be done. And who better to take it on than somebody as bulletproof as Trump? Because nothing hurts that man. <laughs> now, changing subjects. I did get a request uh, to talk about January 6th and specifically to talk about the people that have been arrested for January 6th. So I'm going to address that with as much information as I could find. There has been quite a bit of mistreatment of these people more than I think most people have paid attention to, including myself. I heard little bits and pieces that they were being mistreated. But again, unless you're digging the mainstream media, even a lot now, Fox News and, and places like that, they don't cover everything anymore. So you really got to find some trusted sources to get into. But I did do some digging. Like I said, this is upon a request. They are really treating these people bad from January 6th. And you got to keep in mind that the majority of people being arrested are being arrested for things as silly as trespassing. And you're being held in jail without bail because they want to try to 
associated with you were part of an insurrection. The actual definition of insurrection is the act of rising against a civil authority or governmental restraint, specifically the armed resistance of a number of persons to the power of the state. Now, I don't know about you, but in all the footage that I've seen, I didn't see any armed persons at the Capitol. Now, some Capitol police officers did get injured. Yes, it should have never happened, but only one person that day died and that person, Ashley Babbitt, it's still leery on the details of who shot her. We all saw the footage. She's climbing up, you know, in a, in a open window or a broken window, and she gets shot. She's unarmed, and up to today, we still don't know who shot her. But as far as the insurrection goes, or supposed insurrection, up to date, 545 people have been arrested, like I said, for things as silly as trespassing. Some of the articles that I've found are from trusted sources. Other ones are from different outlets that I have not heard of, and I tried to find them with the trusted sources. So I'm only going to report the ones to you that I've found multiple accounts of from sources that I trust to be truthful. So here we go. Via Fox News, a grandmother of five was the first person who was sentenced in the January 6th riots. She's from Indiana. She accepted a plea deal of three years probation and a $500 fine. Her lawyer made her watch Schindler's List, the History Channel's Burning Tulsa, and then she had to read Brian Stevens's Just Mercy. Now, obviously, I would assume most people know Schindler's Lists, whether you've watched it or not. I have no idea, but I can tell you it is a very disturbing movie to say the least. I watched it one time and that's enough for me. I'd never watch that movie again, but I do not see how that has anything to do with her being in the Capitol. She went into the Capitol building for 10 minutes, took a bunch of pictures. If you see the picture of her, it looks like three old grandmas that should be out knitting or playing bingo together, smiling, thumbs up, no big deal. No guns, no violence, nothing, and then left. That was it. So she got three years probation, a $500 fine, and what? They tried to indoctrinate her ultimately at the end? And that's just the beginning. That's probably the easiest one of what I'm about to tell you. Politico reported that all the defendants from the Capitol riot are being held and complaining about being held and locked in their cells with virtually no human contact for 23 hours a day. That is maximum security treatment. The most dangerous people in the world are treated like that, not people who are trespassing. Ronald Sandlin is alleging that guards have subjected those charged in the January 6th events to violence, threats, and verbal harassment. He said, myself and others involved in the January 6th incidents are scared for our lives, not from each other, but from the corrections officer. Sandlin said during a bail hearing conducted by video before the U.S. District Court, Judge Daphne Fredericks, I don't understand how this is remotely acceptable. He added saying that he was being subjected to mental torture. Sandlin, in an unusual plea directly to the judge, 
said another Capitol rioter defendant, Ryan Samsel, was severely beaten by corrections officer, is now blind in one eye and has a skull fracture and a detached retina. Sandlin also described racial tensions between minority guards and the largely white defendants, some of whom have been publicly accused of membership in or association with white supremacist groups. Sandlin said one of the guards declared, I hate all white people and your honky religion. Joseph McBride of the New York defense lawyer for Barton said there's a pattern of abuse and targeting the defendants who are being held in pursuant to what happened to January 6th. He says it's targeted, it's ruthless, and it is nonstop. Joseph also claimed that he has seen multiple clients that have battered and bruised eyes in the jail. That is horrendous treatment to say the least. These people, like I said, this is just for trespassing. It's for going on the grounds for 10 minutes. This is not an armed insurrection. It doesn't even qualify as an insurrection. It barely qualifies as a riot. It was more violent during all of the riots that Antifa was doing all summer long where they were burning down police stations, setting up autonomous zones, and letting people get killed and murdered inside there and wouldn't even allow the police officers in there. That is an insurrection. They were trying to overthrow and overtake the government. These people wanted their voices to be heard. They made some bad choices. They walked inside the Capitol, maybe when they shouldn't have. And now we're treating them like they're war prisoners. Another one. Lee Fang reported a woman arrested for unlawful entry and destruction of government property during the January 6th riot was allegedly denied medical attention for serious injuries, stripped naked in a cell with lights on for 24 hours a day for four days in full view of everyone else. This happens to be a transgender. This happened to regardless degrading somebody by leaving them completely naked injured with lights on 24 hours a day for others to see i don't there's not even any words to describe how inhumane that is and how disgusting and disgraceful and the people that have done that should be the ones in the cell right now so ultimately the majority of people who have been arrested are being locked up in cells for at a minimum of 22 to 23 hours a day. They don't have any outside time. One report from the Tennessee Star said their external time where they're allowed to go outside is at like 2 a.m. So you're out in the dark for an hour by yourself in the middle of the night when you're supposed to be sleeping. Just another way of torturing somebody. So if you want to go outside so badly, then you're going to have to suffer by not sleeping. Um, it's all, it also said most of these people are being held without bail. So you're being held without bail for trespassing, for breaking a couple windows. This needs to be investigated. Now, they said the FBI is aware of everything, but there is no news that I could find anywhere that states there is an ongoing investigation looking into the mistreatment of all of these people. This is not America. This is not how we act as Americans. This should be getting maximum attention, but because the left wants to make a point and try to make January 6th into something that it is not, obviously very few, if any, are going to report on this. Now, going from something grim to something that'll probably make you smile, the Daily Caller reported LeBron James is the most hated athlete on the internet. Shaq actually rips into LeBron James. I have a little clip of that. I'm going to play for you. 
Here that is. Four-time NBA champion Shaquille O'Neal recently had this in response. When you're living in a world where 40 million people have been laid off and you're making 200 million, you won't get any complaining from me. I play back to back to back to back. I'm not knocking what anybody said, but me personally, I don't complain. I don't make excuses because real people are working their tail off. And all we got to do is train two hours a day and then play a game for two hours at night and make a whole lot of money. So my thought process, a little bit different. Now, Shaq's response was in response to LeBron James complaining about scheduling and practice, and he's upset because he didn't win, he didn't make MVP, so he's doing the normal thing, and he's crying like a little baby. So LeBron James is apparently the most hated athlete on the internet. According to a study from PickWise.com, based on the number of abuse messages the Los Angeles Lakers star receives, the most hated online, and it is not even close. The article further goes on to say, That, in fact, LeBron receives about four times as much hate online as the second top spot, which is held by soccer player Marcus Rashford. The article continues down and it shows a bunch of tweets that LeBron put out, like the one he said where the cop was next and how he never condemns China and just a bunch of other tweets that he puts out where he just sounds like a fool. This, to me, is about as surprising as the sun rising in the east and setting in the west. I mean, LeBron James is just a purebred idiot. He's just dumb. And another issue I have with him is that, you know, you would think being a top athlete and supposedly an icon and somebody that kids look up to, he'd act like a man, but he doesn't. He always whines like a little girl. When things don't go his way, he whines like a baby and he pouts and stomps his feet because it's so unfair. And for whatever reason, he's right and they're wrong. And it's just a, an endless cycle of nonsense that just nobody cares about anymore. So... Here's to LeBron. You got the number one spot once again. It just may not be in the NBA. You're just the number one person that people hate in sports. So congratulations. And your trophy is you're just dumb. And just a quick update for anybody that either cares or doesn't care or even follows it. Uh, The cruise line industry, the CDC was trying to continually impose laws and regulations on what the cruise lines can and can't do. Uh, They got shut down once before by Ron DeSantis here in the state of Florida. Well, a judge just dismissed their case again, saying that, you know, they don't make rules and laws and it's not even worth hearing, which is true. The CDC are scientists based out of Georgia, and they absolutely have no right to make laws. They're not even elected. They're just a gang of idiots that works for the left, like most places do these days and times. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. I would greatly appreciate it. Otherwise, you can follow me, Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, CloutHub at LittleJoeCC, Gab at LittleJoesCorner, Parlor at Joe Little. I haven't checked out Getter yet. I'm just getting tired of all these social media apps. I'm not a real big fan of them in the first place. It would be nice to find one that makes sense that I could just do one I would like that I think Trump said he was coming out with one they said a few weeks ago that he had a big announcement coming well the announcement was that he's suing the tech companies it wasn't actually anything about his that I heard unless I missed that part of it Um, otherwise if you'd like to reach out to me you can go to my website littlejoecc.com you go to the contact section and you can send me a message 
Have a wonderful weekend, great Friday, and I will see you again on Tuesday.